Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is a show where we choose a genre every month, and we choose some of the best and worst movies in that genre, and we, we review those movies. So we are still, I said it like three times, so we are still in comic book month, and we are going actually out of order. Uh, truth be told, this is the first Thor movie that we are reviewing. It's not even the best one, y'all. We're going to do Ragnarok at some fucking point, because it's, yeah, it's a banger of a movie. We'll get there. We're going to do the whole MCU from start to finish. Yes. So. But, hopefully you understand what that means. We're doing the fourth Thor movie. Jesus, the fourth one? Good lord. Uh, we're doing Thor, Love, and Thunder. Uh, this is a 2022 American superhero film. It is... What arc? Or what What are they called? Phase? What is this beginning of a phase, or is this it the is end? Phase four. It's the 29th film. It's part of phase four. Oh, so probably toward the end. The last phase four film was... Wakanda? Oh, uh, yes? That was apparently the tail end of stuff, I think. Was that phase four? Yeah, I think so. It's not the beginning, it's at the end, because, I mean... Yeah. I don't know, because No Way Home is technically phase four that should have been phase five shit but i don't know i don't know the the movies don't connect anymore they're just people are just doing well stuff. they do connect they're they will connect i suppose so thor love and thunder this is the fourth film in the series and it is about he doesn't have a cool subtitle name later on he's broken thor but this film is about thor as he is trying to find inner peace with himself and then he meets the mighty Thor. Uh, uh, female Thor? That's insane. No, it's actually a storyline. It's a damn good storyline. As he is trying to save the wee children of... Is it... It's not Valhalla. Where, where are they from? Where's this town? Asgard. New Asgard. New Asgard from Gore the God Butcher. He's awesome. He looks like Voldemort. That's my seven words. <laughs> I had to say it. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about Thor, Love, and Thunder? Um, I liked the Thor parts and the parts with the gods, but I thought that Gore, the god killer, was lame as fuck. Yep. Um, in that I wasn't ever scared of him. No. Like, there wasn't... I don't know. I feel like a lot of the heroes or a lot of the villains in the Marvel, the MCU, like they have this presence to them and power where like when they come on the screen, you're like, oh, shit, like that's good. Really going to be a challenge for the uh, protagonist. Like they're going to have some trouble here. And that wasn't it with Gore. Like the first time you see him, he's like fucking dying in a desert and emaciated like. I, okay, cool. And then even as he gets, like, this crazy weapon and, like, gets strong and starts doing his thing, he's never scary. And I I don't know if it's the way that Christian Bale played Gore, the way that the character Gore was written, or just the fact that Chris Hemsworth as Thor is so big and intimidating that I'm not scared. Like, Christian Bale's not going to scare me. Like, not... 
That's not scary. Yeah. Like, clearly, the fucking hulking blonde dude is going to take out this, like, ghostly, pale weakling. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gore was just mediocre. So, like, I really liked the new Asgard stuff. I liked the stuff that they threw in with the kids. I liked uh, with the, the Asgardian kids. I liked the stuff, like, the banter back and forth between, uh, oh, my God, Meek? Right, Meep? Who's the the main guy that like Meep? Korg. Korg. Yeah, Meep, between Meep Korg died. Yeah, Meep, or well, he's he still there. Kind of died. <laughs> yeah. So between like Korg and Valkyrie and Jane and Thor, like I liked all of the banter and the jokes like landed. I liked the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff at the beginning, and it's just it was good overall, but Gore landed flat. He was just boring. So, Katie, I'm going to show you, uh, someone did a side-by-side picture. So, on the left side is how Gore is supposed to look. And he's got tentacles and stuff. It, honestly, for people out there, because this is a audio podcast, just picture Voldemort, but add some tentacles to him. It actually he seems... looks like Davy Jones. Hey, that's he even better. He has the face of Davy Jones, like the the nose that goes all the way to his lip, like... From the bridge of his nose all the way to his lip, it's all, like, puffy. It looks almost like a Ninja Turtle. Like, he has yeah. a Ninja Turtle kind of mouth situation. But he's got the tentacles of Davy Jones, but they're more like hair. Yeah. It's like um, Ahsoka, the Twilight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the issue with that, um, I think Christian Bale and... Taika Waititi, a lot of them, they don't want to go with the, either we have to just fully CGI you, Mr. Bale, and I know you don't like that, because uh, he is very much a method actor. Uh, he wants to, wants you to see him. Yeah. So they went with the, we'll just make it look scary and not do prosthetics. I wish they did prosthetics, but I get people would have said like, oh, it's just Voldemort, I mean, but I wish they did even, something to even, his face. I didn't need anything done with his face. He just looks He's goofy. not scary. Yeah. It's not even goofy. that he looks doofy, because even that that gore that you showed me, like the main gore, he looks like Moon Knight in that picture. <laughs> like with a little mask on his face. Like if there wasn't a smile there or a mouth there, he just looks like fucking Moon Knight. He's got the hood and everything. It's like Moon Knight with tentacles. Like that's not super scary to me. And I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm co- we're coming off of like much more intimidating villains. Ugh. There's so many good pictures and covers that they've done with Gore. Yeah. He I looks don't know. It's tricky. Awesome. It's but, tricky. Um, this movie, Katie kind of hit everything on the head. I felt it was, and this is a wrestling term, so, like, if Katie is wrestling Bella in a match, and then, oh, here comes Otis, and then, oh, here comes Sarah, and Jeff off the top rope, when there's way too many people in a match, they call it overbooked. And it's just like, what's happening? There's so many things going on. This movie is a Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many villains. I was like, who's the real fucking villain in this? Uh, It was Green Goblin in the end. But... It It was Tobey Maguire's haircut. Yeah. (laughs) The color changed, too. He, like, raked it in his face, and then it was black the next scene. So I guess... Yeah, because he was emo. I guess the symbiote was just the in his hair. Ma- yeah, yeah, made him just dark and emo and dance on a piano. Yeah, and hit his wife. So... <laughs> Ooh. So, th- this is an overbooked movie. And uh, someone out there is like, what do you mean overbooked, Otis? So, 
they have Gore as the villain. There is a whole arc, story arc, and it's a damn good story arc from Thor God of Thunder back in January 2013 where Gore fights our Thor, young Thor, and the all-father Thor. So they pull a no way home situation and it doesn't it doesn't take the power of one Mjolnir, it's the power of three of them. And the all father power. So uh Grandpa Thor like Zeus power basically. Yeah, Grandpa okay. Thor is like, dang, I'm old, but you're like the right age. Go kick some ass, me. And so it takes all of them fighting together to take out Gore. And he's still not for reals he's dead. He comes back again. But they they decided that they wanted to combine two stories together and not ones that work but just two of them and so we get the mighty thor story arc and that's with jane foster where she gets the powers of the job of thor so um in just real quick after original sin and that's where the watcher got murdered and nick fury gets the eye of the watcher so he can just see things and know people's secrets he whispers something in thor's ear and thor's like why would you say that oh shit i got doubts i can't pick up the hammer anymore he he tells thor that gore was right so the whole argument that gore had was gods are shitty and useless and they don't help people you should just die, and we should just take care of ourselves. Ugh, why would Nick Fury say that, though? Thor has saved the world so many times. Yeah, uh, Nick Nick Fury was on some shit that day. He told mm-hmm. everybody secrets, and this they were like... David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury, so yeah. I don't give a fuck. I think he went up to uh, Peter and told him that there's another... Another person got bit by the spider, and they're in New York. And he's like, what? And he goes off to find the other person. Miles? No, it was... Uh, her name's Silk. Oh, so he gets Gwen. a yeah. new girlfriend. So, um, but no, Thor goes through a crisis of, I don't know, am I worthy enough? They actually kind of dip into this in Endgame, yeah. uh, where the whole thing he's talking to his mom. He's like, I don't think I'm good enough, and she's like, Did you have you called? Kinda, your... It starts in Ragnarok, yeah, and it culminates in Endgame, yeah. And she's like, Have you called the hammer? He's like, I haven't done that in years. She's like, You should give it a shot, bud. And he's like, I am worthy. That's from that. So, he can't pick up the hammer. And so, we see a hand grab the hammer. And it glows. And the hammer's like, turn the fuck up. Let's go. And for a while, you don't know who it is. But it's a female Thor. Well, also, the hammer's busted. In the movies. In the comic. Oh, in the comic. Yeah. Okay. And so, this female Thor is off doing... Just doing dirt beating the shit out of people and thor's like who are you give me back my hammer and she's like now nah, i'm good and flies off my hammer, bitch. <laughs> and we find out it's a secret because they don't look the same but we find out it's jane foster his old girlfriend and she's dealing with cancer at the same time and she's so, yoked as fuck yeah so it's a thor that's dealing with cancer and monsters and so these story arcs don't combine she's fighting another monster and i kind of wish that they just did a jane foster tv show and she could have just fought her monster because it was a monster that Thor couldn't beat. And so she was the one to take it out. But, not, you know, it's just me. But uh, this movie was fun. Gore was ass in this movie. And it made me sad because I was excited to see Gore the God Butcher in live action. Because the comic ver- version, that dude's the shit. He is I awesome. I think it's... I think the problem wasn't... 
I don't think it was Christian Bale. I don't think he got enough time. I think he was fine. I think we didn't see him kill enough gods mm-hmm. in it. They focused a lot on the Thor, Valkyrie, Asgard, Jane story, which is fine because that's what we're everyone's here for. We're here for Thor, but there wasn't time to get scared of him because all we ever saw him kill was the one god at the very beginning and like that do we know did he kill the rest of the gods that were in that little garden we don't know no because they never show it but they show him kill the one god at the beginning and then now he just no he shows up in new asgard attempting to to kill thor he like goes after thor and that's all we get we don't see him kill anybody else like he didn't go and kill fucking any of the gods from Moon Knight or there was no, like, I'm going to go attack Bost from fucking Black Panther. I'm going to kill all these people. Like, I'm going to go after Namor. There was none of that. We didn't see any of that. <laughs> oh, Namor, watch out. <laughs> we didn't see any of that. We just saw, okay, I'm mad. I killed this guy in a garden. And then now my goal is Thor. Yeah. And that was it. Like, no, show him killing other people. He's the god butcher. Show him killing other gods. Because none of the other gods were pressed about it. It would have been cool if in Ragnarok, they just showed that some gods were dead. And then it was just something in the back of Thor's mind. He's like, who murdered him? It's like, I don't know, man. He's like, oh, shit. I got to deal with this. And it's like, for, you know, comic book people, like, oh, shit. That's gore. Gore's around, yeah. but that's a later movie. It'd have been cooler if they did that instead of just forcing it down our throats. Like, oh, he killed he killed this giant nice god off screen. I'm like, that'd have been cool to see. But, you know, fuck me. So, it, it sounds, seems like from Katie and I, uh, it's it's a thumbs up, but it's a, you know. It, it's, you, it's a mid. You'll It is a mid. You'll have fun because it's, it's funny. It's Taika Waititi. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, apparently, some of the jokes didn't land for folks. Um, I di- I don't think it was funnier than Ragnarok, but no. uh, but Ragnarok's so fucking good. <laughs> That's like almost perfect. Well, I think um, unfortunately, um, they gave Natalie Portman quite a few of the like funny zingers in this yeah. film. Yeah, and Natalie Portman. She can be funny. Natalie Portman is hilarious. But not when she acts. Like, yeah. I, I don't think I've seen her do anything funny, like, acting-wise. She's just funny as a normal person. Yeah, when she's acting crazy. And, yeah. like, her jokes were okay. And for me, they landed. But I can definitely see, you know, fucking bro dude over here who was like, Oh my god, a female Thor just upset <laughs> already that there's a girl carrying the hammer. Like, I can see people just being upset that Natalie Portman was trying to be funny and just immediately, like, that wasn't funny at all. Natalie Portman's not funny. That's stupid. Because, you know, list of fucking reasons. She's a girl. She was carrying the hammer. Women aren't funny. Just, you know, all the reasons that all the bro dudes just, like, can't fucking handle women. So. Yeah. So, uh, we'll get through the story. And then at the end of the little synopsis, I'm going to ask Katie if... She could change something about this movie. What would she change, or add to it, or subtract? And so um, I already said already. Yeah, I know. But if there's anything, yeah, there's anything else. I think we both did that at the beginning. So yeah, um, gore. Yeah, more more killing, (laughs) more gore, more gore from gore. More gore. 
More gore, G-O-R-E, from gore, G-O-R. More gore. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. More gore. <laughs> I need gore gore. <laughs> More gore. The MCU is for gore. <laughs> okay, so this movie starts uh, with a cold, quiet open. I actually like when Marvel does this. It's not like... Do, we do get a really cool intro of the... Marvel theme, like but they play it like it's Guns N' Roses, like Slash is playing it. He probably did do this, but it's oh, like yeah. a sweet ass guitar doing the lick, and I'm like, that's legit. Because Taika Waititi, he's in this like hair metal phase when he's doing Thor movies, just like with James Gunn. But his pl- playlist for Guardians is completely different, depends on the scene. But Taika Waititi's been playing it like. Thor is hair metal. That is that is him. Uh, it was a really cool instrument intro. I thought it was legit. But we start with Gore and his daughter. Well, I'm not going to tell you her name because then you'll be like, oh, that's why they... She doesn't have a name in the movie. She's just her daughter. She does have a name at the at end. At the end, but in this part, at I the beginning... I assume that's her real name. Hell, I don't know. No. At the but... beginning, she didn't have a... Oh. She had to have a name, but... Nevertheless, we'll get there and you'll be like, oh, that's what they were arguing about. So, Gore and his daughter, they're the last of their race, and they're in a very, very dry desert walking. Uh, it sucks. I've walked in very hot places. I'm like, this fucking blows, Yeah, man. where we live. <laughs> You're right. That's why I stay inside, and I'm still like, this fucking blows. So, after their prayers to their God goes unanswered, uh, the daughter, she dies. And then... Gore hears a voice from a distance. It's the Necrosword. The Necrosword is from the buddy named Null. Null is moderately connected to the symbiotes. He is the king of all the symbiotes. Um, After the sword is destroyed in the comic book, the symbiotes come to Earth and everyone gets a symbiote and they fight. It's a very crazy story arc. But in this... Gore sees a necro sword on the ground, and he sees that uh, his god, uh, his golden god, is hanging out in this oasis. And he's like, "That weird guy was trying to kill me with that sword, but good thing I like beat his ass." And Gore's like, "Holy shit! You, you're my god! Like we, we like prayed to you, and I'm the last one of the group that prays to you. I'm so happy." Uh, now I'll, I'll get rewarded because you're here. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? Get rewarded. Like, it's like everyone's gone. He's like, well, okay, whatever. I'll get some more followers. I don't give a fuck about you. And you just see Gore's face just sink because he's like, I went through so much because I believed in you and you're not doing anything for me. And then the Necro Sword is talking to Gore and saying like, fuck, fuck the gods, kill him, stab him. And Gore's like, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. So, the god gets stabbed with the necro sword, and he dies. Um, in this world, gods, you have to do a lot of damage, or use a special weapon to kill him. Hulk smashed Loki really, really, really bad. It would have killed anybody. I don't think Cap could have taken the slams that he gave Loki in the first Avengers movie. He was fucking him up. And Loki lay there like, oh. But he got up afterwards, so I think you really have to use something special to kill him, like the necro sword. Um, so the god dies. Technically, Loki's not a god. Loki's an ice giant. That's probably just as good. Yeah. Probably. 
I don't think it would have done shit to Thor. Thor yeah. would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gore kills the Golden God, and he tells the Necrosoid, yeah, I am vowing right now to kill all gods, because they're all crap like this golden asshole. Let's go kill some gods, Sword. And the Sword's like, okie dokie, and they walk off. Uh, let's, l- l- let's see what happens to them. So, Thor... At this point, this is after Endgame, after his hammer, Mjolnir, has been shattered by his older evil sister, he has gotten a new weapon, Stormbreaker, the shape of an axe with the hilt of uh, uh, Groot's arm, uh, young adult Groot's arm. (laughs) So it's a sweet looking axe. It's got like a wooden, well, I mean, axes always have wooden handles, but it's like windy, like willow. It's mm-hmm. pretty sweet look. So he's been using Stormbreaker, and he's been trying to find himself. And so this whole intro, actually the whole movie, is from the voice of Korg. So Korg has stayed with his buddy, because that's his uh, non-official king. <laughs> well, yeah, he's like it's the... He's his se- king. He's part, of, uh, he's part of New Asgard. Yeah, but Valkyrie's the king. Yeah, yeah. He's like the secret king. <laughs> yeah. So well, they're BFFs. Yeah, yeah, they are best friends. They they played Fortnite for years together. <laughs> yep. So he's been finding himself, trying to find himself because something's missing in Thor's life. It's the love of a good woman, apparently. So we find out that him and Jane they did not stay together. They were scared to commit and say that they really loved each other, and so they let their relationship fade away. That's really stupid, and so. They go off, and Jane becomes awesome in chemistry, physics? I think it's physics. physics. And Thor... I mean, she's been awesome in physics. Yeah. Uh, she goes off and becomes even more awesome. And Thor gets a sweet axe and cuts off Thanos' head. Good for him. And so now he is with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And he is helping them out. So, the Guardians. The cool thing about them is... No one member is just overpowered when they're together. And it's always said, even in the game and the comics, when they're together, they are unbeatable. Because they are so weird and they have different powers and stuff. No one can stop them if they work together. Um, Sure, sometimes they'll have people like, you know, Adam Warlock in their group. And he's like Superman in that world. But Thor is with them. And so he's telling the story to the Guardians as they are fighting for their lives on this planet and then like Peter tells Thor like hey you want to help us with this and he's like we'll do you ask for help I'm going to help you little man he hops on Stormbreaker like it's a like a flying broom apparently this was a joke in one of the other movies and because someone's like can you can you not ride that and he's like I'm not gonna ride this like a broom and then in this one he does it. So yeah. he flies into battle. And Thor is awesome. So at the end of Endgame, he had himself a beer belly. I was hoping that he would just stay thick, Thor. I thought it was really cool to see. But he has a loose weight because Chris Hemsworth does a lot of work for these movies. It's like just physically, he looks Super duper yoked. So I get why he's like, I, we gotta get out of this fat suit because I'm doing way too much work for it. I think I said this before, but Chris Hemsworth gets so jacked and is so jacked to be Thor. 
that there is only one man, oh, yeah. one stunt person in all of Hollywood that can actually stunt for Chris Hemsworth. And he is basically Chris Hemsworth's personal stuntman. Like, he doesn't do stunts for anybody else because that stunt guy has to get his arms so fucking yoked that he can't stunt for anybody yeah. else because he only looks like Chris Hemsworth. Nobody else has fucking biceps and arms the size of Thor. So that's yeah. one... It's him and this one stunt guy, and every time they come around to do a Thor movie, they, like, move in. He basically moves into Thor's house, or to Chris Hemsworth's house, and they just work out and follow this strict-ass diet regimen so they can both get, like, bulk up at the same pace, at yeah. the same, and get the same size for the movie. That's crazy. So, like, if one of them gets hurt, if the stunt guy gets hurt, like, Chris Hemsworth is all on his own because nobody can stunt for him. Yeah, he's so big, man. He's so big. He looks awesome, so. Uh, We see Thor, and it's funny, I I talk about it a lot, Thor is the Superman of the MCU. There are other people like the Sentry. I know somebody out there is like, what are you talking about, Otis? Sentry. Sentry is Superman. But, uh, lower tier Superman, Thor. He is just about unstoppable. You know, he can get beat up, he can lose eyeballs, but you're probably not going to kill Thor. But he takes out this army by himself. The Guardians kind of just watch, and they're like, oh, hey, hey, here comes Thor. <laughs> and he saves the day, and but he destroys the gigantic just kingdom, because it's like made out of glass. And he's like, hey, I saved you guys. And like, but our, but our building. He's like, ah, you're welcome. So Thor hears multiple distress signals and he gets one from Lady Sif and so it's one of his friends from like the third movie and so he's like I think this is where we split off because apparently somebody is out there killing gods and I have to go find my friend and I, I have gotta, to go find Sif I have to go find my friend so we are going to part ways and the rest of the guardians are like thank fucking god uh, cause Thor his attitude is very annoying <laughs> and so the rest of the guardians are like please go away and peter tells him like hey if you ever have doubts about what you need to do just look into the eyes of the people that you love and care about and so that's once again this is another meme where peter looks into the eyes of his guardians and then thor just slowly slides into the scene and you see peter still trying to move his face to look at his friends and Thor's like, oh, wait, but you love me. <laughs> He's like moving his face. It's, Thor is hilarious in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, with Korg and his two goats, goats named, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm just going to tell you what their translated names are. Teeth Grinder and Teeth Thin. So, one has gaps in their teeth and then one is just grinds their teeth. Uh, one of them in Rick Riordan, it's not Riordan, it's Riordan, in his um, Norse mythology books, you meet the goats, and one has a nickname of Otis. Because mm-hmm. the name is like Tan Yoster, and there's an O in there, he's like, his name's Otis. <laughs> uh, fun fact, Thor, he never has to look for food, because he kills his goats and eats them, and then brings them back. So he's like, I'm hungry, and the goats are like, oh no. <laughs> and so he uses the goats like a Santa Claus, a buff Santa Claus, and he slides around just everywhere with his goats on his sled. So he takes his goats and he takes Korg, and they go search for Lady Sith. 
so they find Sif, and she has one less arm, and she thinks she's gonna die, and she's like, cool, I'm, I'm gonna go to Valhalla, because I died in battle. He's like, no, you have to actually die in battle. You can't die now. And she's like, oh, shit. So they find out that Gore, the God Butcher, is here, and he has a necro sword, and Thor already knows about the necro sword, so I guess it's just a thing that gods know about. They're like, hey, don't get hit with this sword, or you'll fucking die. And he's like, okay. And so, it seems like Gore is probably going to be on his way to have a talk with Thor at some point. Uh, I hate that their names are really close, because Gore and Thor, uh, that happens a lot in the comics. So, mm -hmm. we meet up with Jane Foster. She has been diagnosed with stage 4 terminal cancer. Oh no, I want to say in the comic books, I believe it's breast cancer that she's dealing with. It's in this one too. Oh, it was breast cancer? Okay. I couldn't remember if they actually gave it a, like a namey name. So, uh, with medical, uh, you know, treatment, it's not working. And I guess when you get to stage four, it's so extreme. I don't know if there's much you can do at that point. Uh, Jane, she realizes that maybe she should take a hint from her ex-boyfriend that deals in magic and science all the time. Uh, he likes to teleport. Maybe they have a cure to cancer there, Jane. Uh, her friend. Maybe the teleporting would cause your cancer. <laughs> Maybe having all that red fucking infinity the ether? juice in her body. That probably that too. fucked her up. It was probably the ether yeah. and also traveling by the... Bifrost. Bifrost. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that you shouldn't be doing. That. I don't think that that is the proper amount of radiation for a normal human to be traveling on. I just thought of a sketch. You're like about to travel to Bifrost, and like you know, uh, Idris Elba is like, okay, time to teleport. You're like, hey, hey, what's all this color? What is this? And you're like, I don't know. Spectrums of radiation. Cancer. And you just put the shirt over your mouth. Oh God, just do it real quick. <laughs> you're like, oh no, I'm getting microwaved in here. Yeah. So. Jane travels to New Asgard. So this is where Valkyrie is in charge. Uh, she's been in charge since Endgame, right? Or no, Infinity since War? the end of Ragnarok. Well, okay, because they do meet Both. there because they have uh, they do a, a play before. This is this is the first play. No, I know, I know, but I want to say, but either... that's it's not the first play because they're as they're true Asgardians though. That happened. That first play happened on Asgard with Odin watching it. Oh, it was Loki, but it was Odin, but it was yeah, Loki yeah, as yeah, Odin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah, okay. But that okay. happens. So she becomes the leader of Asgard when, at the end of Ragnarok. Well, because Thor didn't want to stay. Well, yeah, because everybody dies, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" Basically. Yeah. So she goes off and finds a place, and then they they just brings the people there. Yeah. So or uh, maybe yeah. Yeah. Or the beginning of, might have been the beginning of Infinity War when. Because they, they, he's there because he's just getting drunk. Thor, Thor's in New Asgard, he's just getting drunk and fat. They find him at That's New Asgard. That's in Endgame. I'm talking about Infinity War. Oh, I can't remember. In Infinity War, the very beginning of Infinity War, Thanos pulls up on the Asgard ship. Yeah. Destroys half, nearly, more than half the people of Asgard, kills Loki, and then. Uh, and then Thor is just like, I can't fucking, like, yeah. I've got to go do something. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jane is in New Asgard, and so we see a couple of things while we're at New Asgard. We see that M uh, Mjolnir is still broken um, in pieces, and those pieces are covered with a 
it's not covered it's just open but it's got this cool little base and the fun fact the um i guess tour guide that's talking about the things that was actually thor's roommate in those shorts that that normal guy was just like living with thor after the first avengers movie yeah yeah that was that guy so people are thinking that thor got him a job there and it is still that his, his old roommate i like to think that it was his old roommate and so while jane is looking at the hammer hearing voices in her head mm, we see that there is a play going on so a running joke in these thor movies is that they have as guardians play the story of the last movie in shitty play form and so we have matt damon as loki and then uh it's hemsworth's it's luke hemsworth as thor the third three of four hemsworth brothers and then as hella it's the scene where hella breaks the hammer it is Melissa McCarthy, and she is an awesome Hella. She comes out all evil, just it's <laughs> so funny. And so they play back the scene where we see Sam Neil as Odin die and turn into dust, and he throws like confetti and just walks off screen. Actually, crouches down and crawls off screen, uh, off stage. He just throws confetti in the air, and then we see Loki and Thor dealing dealing with their older sister. And the hammer breaks as it scoots slowly toward Miss McCarthy on a wire. And then she breaks it. And then they hop through a portal in the Bifrost. And so that is the end of the scene. And everyone starts clapping. And people are crying because like, Sam Neill is like dying. And it's, it's a mess. It's a really good scene. Um, if they do another Thor movie or if it's connected to another movie and they go to New Asgard, I would love to see another play about this movie about love and thunder it'd be really fun i just want them to keep making plays i wouldn't mind if they just did a one-act play of just the best scenes of thor and they had everybody pop up i would pay money to watch that give me 45 minute play with all these famous people shittily going through the storyline the timeline of thor i would watch that and i would laugh really hard (laughs) so while all of this is happening um we see that Thor comes to town and oh no he meets up with Gore and they have themselves a pretty good fight um Thor is avoiding the evil scary monster sword uh but then everything starts to starts to get out of hand Valkyrie and the other Asgardians are fighting but there are a ton of scary monsters who can save the day who Hey, who the hell is that? It's Mighty Thor. And this Thor has Mjolnir, but it's reformed. Or is it? So this Thor can slam the hammer down. It breaks into the pieces that it was broken because Hela broke it. Or she throws it. She can throw it and it breaks and then becomes basically... Shotgun. A hundred Mjolnirs. Yeah. Like they all have all the little pieces, all the little shotgun pieces of it have the same power of Mjolnir, so they're just fucking wrecking folks. And and she can perforate people, multiple people, from a distance, and then all the pieces come back to her and reform into the hammer. It is the coolest fucking thing. I would love a weapon that could separate like that. It's so legit. So Thor sees his old hammer, and he's like, hey, you're back together. Cool. Hey, come back here, bud. 
And then the hammer is like in between, and it's like mm, I'm with I'm with them. And then uh, we see that Stormbreaker, his axe is jealous the whole movie. So uh, they do have a mind of their own. Uh, it's magic, so you know. So Thor is surprised to see that Jane Foster is wielding the hammer, but they don't have that much time to think about this because Gore kidnaps all the Asgardian children while they were fighting the shadow monsters and takes them to the shadow realm just like a Yu-Gi-Oh episode so they have to work together to save the children's save the kids how can I save these kids so they head to omnipotent city to warn the other gods and ask for help into making a sweet ass god army so fun fact in this scene really quick you see multiple gods and um, we see Bast is actually in one of these scenes, and Kanchu is in one of these scenes. Just real Honestly, quick. unless you've watched this on YouTube, like slowed, like somebody in a video slowing it down, you would not see these not people. Like we watched it um, from Disney Plus and had to. We were like trying to pause yeah. with our remote, like as it was happening, like pause, 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 pause every second. And we couldn't get a clear enough shot of any particular scene to, like, yeah. pull a god out. So you'd have to, like, micro through it, micro scrub through it. Yeah. Like, it's, people have done it on YouTube, yeah. but you can but see it's everybody. But awesome it's because crazy. it would make sense. Kanshu would come to that meeting because he's a god. He's a crazy asshole, but he's a god nonetheless. So would all those other gods, though. Yeah. Moon but they were kind of dickheads. So was Kanshu. They got, got trapped. Eh, he was a dickhead. But, but he, also so is Zeus. He was, he was so a careful dickhead. Everybody else. Yeah. Everybody. All the gods. You know, in retrospect, Kanchu's not that bad. He just likes all the smoke. He just likes to fight. And the other gods are like, you can't stop fighting so much. He's like, hey, we gotta be ready. Ready for what? And then they get caught. And they're like, oh, ready for that. <laughs> that dude from the Purge trapped us. And they're like, yeah, you dickheads. Now I gotta fight. I gotta keep fighting because I'm Kanchu. So... We get the group. They head out to talk to Zeus. Hey, it's... Oh, it's Russell Crowe. He's Zeus. Uh, it's weird. He has a weird accent in this. And Thor asks for help. He's like, hey, Gore has this weapon. It can kill gods. If we work together, we can defeat this guy. And Zeus is like, I don't really give a fuck about that problem. Or your problems. Or you at all. Because, um... All, all these people keep talking about you, but I'm like the cool god of thunder, and you're out here trying to be like me. And he's like, we're not. I'm not trying to argue with you, Zeus. Can you help us? No. You get the fuck off my stage. And so Thor's like, well, I guess we have to fight because I need your lightning bolt, sir. And so the lightning bolt gets shot through Zeus's chest, and Zeus is like, oh my lord, that hurt. And they have to fight their way out, and they get away with the lightning bolt. Man, I hope there's no repercussions from them beating up Zeus. Oh well. <laughs> um, uh, quick fun fact, we had to reverse a little bit. Zeus knocks off Thor's clothes, and we see on his back, and actually it's a tramp stamp, he has a tattoo of all the people that have passed away that he loves. And it's kind of a tramp stamp, but... It's low on him. Well, one part of it is low, the Loki part of it is huge. It takes up his whole back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Loki, like, brother yeah. thing is his whole back. So on his back, 
I've seen. Uh, I want to say Tony's name's on there. Natasha's name is on it. Anyone that has died in these movies are on his back somewhere. Because he's like, I miss y'all. Pour out some mead for you. <laughs> so, as they get away with the lightning bolt, hooray! Um, we find out that Gore, his mission, his goal, is to open up the realm of eternity. So, uh, they are pulling some weird crazy characters one of the steve ditko stan lee kind of things and so eternity is one of these cosmic entities that you can't kill can't fight it's like uh eternity uh death um fuck there's like five of them um they're the ones that when thanos in the comics gets the glove the stones and all of these entities are like, oh shit, we should probably like swing on him or something because they're like he. The Eternals, the Celestials, the Titans. Yeah, they were like he's almost up to our level. We should probably hit him in the back of the head or something. So, yeah, yeah Eternity and his sisters of Infinity, and there's a couple of other ones and stuff. Um, Franklin Richards sometimes is on their level, so he's a wee little child that has the powers of God. Um, it's crazy stuff, but he wants to go to Eternity because Eternity can give you a wish if you meet up with them. So they're like a cool little genie that gives out one wish and no one has ever gotten to them a fucking apparently. And so he's going to go to Eternity and ask for all the gods to be destroyed. So he's a god butcher. Does that make him a god because he kills other gods? No. That's stupid. <laughs> And so I forgot Zeus actually injures Korg and for a couple of seconds you think Korg is dead but no heartbreak his face is still around apparently that's where the heart and all the important parts are in the face and so he gets his face tied to the back of Valkyrie's head and is still talking <laughs> so they get away and as they are heading to the shadow realm to face up against Gore uh, Jane and Thor have themselves some romantic moments. They're finally realizing that they love each other and, you know, after this, maybe they can work out some stuff. Jane is keeping the fact that she has cancer a secret because that's secret, one more thing. Secret, a secret. <laughs> cancer secret. That's another thing that she doesn't want people to worry about and she is trying her best to not worry about it either. Um, so, the whole thing about Thor with cancer, and that's why it's an issue, is when she gets chemo, her body is doing its best to fight the cancer. When she turns into Thor, her body is flushed. Anything that's in her body is flushed away. You would think the cancer would go away when she's Thor, but apparently it doesn't. And so, the chemo magically evaporates from her body. So every time she becomes Thor, she is starting from square one with her cancer. But the cancer's not starting over. It's like, I'm even worse, and there's nothing in your body stopping me. So, it is a detriment to her health every time she turns into Thor. There's a scene where she's in a restroom, and she powers down. And then she, like, forces herself to turn back into Thor, and gets back on the road. She's like, I cannot turn this off, because I'm going to feel like shit. So, uh, we do learn something from Korg. His species... They 
what was it? They sing a song for a couple of months and they make a baby. You find like a partner. You find another man and you go sit at the edge of a volcano. Of a, of a volcano. Um, like near the lava, and you hold hands and sing a song, and that's basically the mating ritual. Yeah, and so he the, sings a little bit of his mating people. song. It's it's real silly because he's just a head. <laughs> so in the shadow realm, uh, they can't find the kids, but uh oh, Jane sees that there are some ancient drawings showing that Stormbreaker is the way to enter eternity, and they realize that, oh no, it's a trap! And Gore wanted them to get here. So, they are trying their best to fight, and this seems really cool because all the color is gone from the movie. Because it's just like uh, the Shadow Realm, and it's a really cool scene. But, Gore overpowers the group, and he's like, I'm gonna kill Jane if you uh, don't summon your axe back, buddy. And so... Gore successfully steals Stormbreaker. I don't know if Stormbreaker ha- has the whole weight issue to it. I don't think it has the weight issue. Okay. You can just use it. And so, uh, Valkyrie gets weakened, and Jane, she collapses because she's going through a lot. So, they head back to New Asgard, and Thor finally finds out that Jane has cancer. And her being Thor is not allowing her body to naturally fight the cancer. It's, like I said, she's starting from square one every time she turns into Thor. And so Thor tells her, stay here, because I love you, and I care about you, and I will come back, and we will deal with this. And she's like, I should go with you to help you. But she's like, well, Thor is like, but I don't want you to be with me, because I don't want to lose you again. And she's like, oh, shit. So, romance. It's it's a, it's a very scary, important thing. So, Thor travels to Eternity's altar alone. And he finds the kids. Hooray! And he finds that Gore is breaking his way into Eternity's door using Stormbreaker. And he summons a giant shadow army. And so, Thor realizing that he's it's going to be 100 against 1... He looks at the children. He's like, can you guys fight? And they're like, not really. Well, uh, I'm Inspirational the- speech, because you are the children of Asgard. Yeah. You're all Asgardians. And then a couple of kids are like, I'm actually not Asgard. I was just here on <laughs> vacation. Well, for now, you're honorary Asgard. And then he does the speech that gives you the powers of Thor. Well, and he gives them some of his power. He, like, calls yeah. on calls on the power because he's the all-father at this point yeah technically and so he imbues the children with the powers of thor and they he tells them all grab a weapon so a lot of kids pick up sticks one girl has a little teddy bear and they're like okay let's go kick some ass and so heimdall's son goes by axel he leads the children into war against the shadow monsters they're doing a really good job against the shadow monsters better than their parents that's weird so, they go off and fight, and Thor fights against Gore, and then, from the top rope, ah, it's Jane Foster! She came back! She don't give a fuck about cancer! Valkyrie's there, too. No, she's hurt. She stays, because... Uh, oh, you're right, you're right, She's you're right. like, I think she says her pancreas got destroyed, or her, her liver. Yeah, she stayed. She was not in the final fight. You're right. Yeah, right. Okay. 
I think she said her liver is gone. Yeah, she's like, she, they fight in the shadow. She fights in the shadow realm, and then yeah. when they get to the other part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, something's missing from my body, so I'm going to stay here. <laughs> so, Jane comes back, and with the help of Jane, Thor successfully beats up Gore. Gore's not dead dead, but down. It's like the first step of being dead if you're a villain in a comic book movie. You're like, ow. And then, oh no. Jane's body, she used a lot of energy and tells Gore to taste my hammer. And she's back to being cancer, Jane. And they make it into eternity. And so we see that... Because he's been using Stormbreaker to break through. Yeah. So Thor tells Gore, hey, um, I know you're upset because... First, first he tells Axel something. What does he tell Axel? He tells Axel to send... Use your father's powers, call upon the... The Bifrost. The Bifrost, and get the kids home. Yeah. Go home. Like, this fight, you're done. Thank you for everything you've done. Go home. You <laughs> guys you, need to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, inside of Eternity, Thor tells Gore, Hey, um, I know you pissed off about your daughter being dead, and, like, the gods suck. Some of them do. But, hey, how about you just wish for your daughter to come back, then kill the gods? That seems to be the crux of all of this. And Seems like a better option. And then Gore's like, why would you let me have this wish? Why don't you wish for your girlfriend to be back alive? Like, not have cancer. And Thor finally realizes that sometimes it's better to have loved and lost. I don't know if that's the moral of this story. It's tough. Because he loves what he had. No, it's like you got there first. Thor is basically conceding that you got to eternity first. Yeah. And his goal was never to make it to eternity to make this wish. His only goal was to stop Gore from making his wish. Yeah, from, from killing, killing the all gods. the gods. Okay. So it wasn't ever that Thor was like, yes, I'm going to get to eternity and I'm going to use the wish to save Jane. His whole thing was just, I'm going to save the gods. Yeah. Because the world, the universe will end up in chaos yeah. if all the gods are dead. And so, Gore, being surprised by Thor's generosity, he brings his daughter back. And then succumbs from, apparently in this... Getting his fucking ass whooped. Yeah, and in this version, if you use a necro sword, at some point, it will just drain you of your life. It's like cancer, metaphorically. So, it's he, Mjolnir. It's doing the same shit Mjolnir's doing. Yeah, so it kills him and him getting his ass properly beat in this movie. Uh, both of those things kill Gore. And as he dies, he tells Thor, hey, um, I'm dying. Could you take care of my daughter? So, you know, she has somebody in her life that will care about her. And he dies. And so Thor, seeing the new little wee child that he has to take care of, uh, and he sees that Jane passed away. And so we have a... Time jump. Time jump and a... Um, what is it called? A narration from Korg. And we see a couple things have happened. Valkyrie is training the kids in fighting, just like Lady Sif. Fucking finally. Yes, so these kids, I mean, they're already pretty good fighters. We saw them take out Shadow Monsters. Well, they were good fighters because of the power of Thor. (laughs) Now they don't have the power of Thor in them anymore. Yeah. Uh, We see a monument to Mighty Thor's built, which is good. It was a pretty sweet-ass Thor. And they only had it for like two days, but pretty cool Thor and then Thor adopts Gore's child and they go off using their new names love 
and Thunder. So, apparently her name was Love. I don't think her name was Love. Yeah, it's probably the new name. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't think it's that her name is Love. I think it's metaphorical for what she represents. Oh, yeah. She came from Love. She is the embodiment of Love because her father was went to the ends of the earth, basically. Yeah. Really, not to get her back, but to bring <laughs> her back. Like, yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, and then we see that Korg found himself a nice man named Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, and they have a child. Hooray! So uh, I wish that it talked and it was the Rock. Yeah, that'd have been funny. That would have been hilarious. It was uh, just a narration over dub, so there was no talking from it. So uh, Korg's got a baby. Hooray! So that'll be cute in the next one. Just a little Korg baby walking around. Yeah. and then, in a mid-credit scene, we see back in the Omnipotent City, uh, Zeus is fucked up. He ain't dead, because he can't kill a guy that easy. But he's talking to somebody. Which doesn't make any sense. Like <laughs> His own if, weapon. If yeah. anything in the entire universe has the fucking power to kill a god, you would think it would be the god of gods' weapon. Yeah. Zeus's weapon. The fucking lightning bolt. You'd think that'd be able to kill him but no it's a necro sword that some fucking rando on a desert planet was able to pick up <laughs> trash some jackhole over here is using <laughs> so he's talking to somebody and he's like hey we've been disrespected for a very long time uh people out in these streets or they don't care about the gods anymore but they like this douchebag over here that came in here and beat me up so son i need you to kick his ass and we see it's hercules so hercules in the comic books he is a not a founding member of the avengers but he has been an avenger before and he is a very silly silly big buff man so he's a dum-dum so we'll see what hercules does he'll probably be a friend later on and he'll do cool stuff in a post-credit scene we see that jane foster arrives at the gates of valhalla because technically she was asgardian for two to three days mm-hmm. and she died in battle so she gets to be well she like became an honorary as guardian even before that yeah she, she, she did deal in with them number two when she was dealing with the ether and her uh his mom like was taking her under her wing and like dealing with all of that yeah so but she yeah. was involved with them for a hot minute and she sees heimdall there and so we get to see idris elba bitch um he's there It'd been funny if Lady Sif, if her arm was there. Someone said they should just had an arm in the back waving. But that's that's a long-standing joke, and I don't know if they want to do that. I would have done it if I was in charge of this movie. And so, that is Thor Love and Thunder. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in Thor Love and Thunder? Uh, that would be Thor himself. He was so good at just everything in this movie like you know it's thor he's a god whatever but chris hemsworth as thor was fucking hilarious he was emotional in all the right parts like i think he just played the character really well um and we got to see a couple of different sides of thor in this film that we have been missing in some of the other ones like we've gotten a lot of his regret and his sadness and all of the pain that he feels over some other things that have happened in the past and now in this movie he's pretty much past those things that pain and regret of like asgard being destroyed and by hella and losing his brother loki to thanos and all these different things he's kind of 
moved past it ish and has now is solely focused on like okay well i love jane and i'm gonna try and take care of jane and protect this one last thing that i really really care about and i think he did really really well and it became by the end of it you know he finds another thing to love and care for at the end so i really liked thor in this movie named love so i'm going with thor uh, he, he did really good in this movie. Um, Katie beat me to it with Sorry. everything. Um, I hate that we got the doubt story arc in his head as kind of like when he was a thick boy and he was dealing with that and that's how we got it. It'd been nice if he had a whole movie to deal with that. It was kind of like a little short side thing for him. I don't think so. I think it was just enough in Endgame, like, because a lot of time, like, you have to, when you think about that point of him being sorrowful and unworthy, think about the fact that that's the course, happens over the course of the blip. That's five years of him agonizing and toiling and not being able to wield Mjolnir. It's not just like, oh, I can't wield it. It's fixed. Now I can ha- now I can handle it again. He spent five years agonizing over the loss of fucking half the Avengers and his whole planet and yeah. ev- like everything. He everything is gone for him. He spent five years dealing with it. It wasn't. It happened quickly in the movie, but it didn't happen quickly in the timeline. So you kind of have to forget that and push that. Because if they had added that into this movie as well, that's way too many fucking things happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, quick fun fact. I forgot to add this in earlier. So the the one reason that the Hammer Mjolnir actually activated back up and hopped onto Jane is because back when they were together, Thor looks at the hammer and is like, man, Jane, she's awesome. If anything happens to me, I want you to protect her. And then the hammer starts glowing and you oh, yeah. see a little promise. We see this in a flashback yeah, in flashback. this movie of their relationship. Yeah. And so the hammer is like, uh, deal's a deal. Deal's and a deal. And so when Jane came for help, hammer's like, I'm going to give you the, the best help I can give. I'll make you buff. <laughs> and then the hammer's like, uh, yeah, I guess I'm a hammer again. It was taking a break. So, Katie, who is your least favorite character in the movie? Gore. Yeah. And I kind of touched on this earlier. We both kind of touched on this earlier. And it's just that he wasn't given enough screen time to really put the fear in you. To become a scary character. He's meant to be a scary character. The man could have run into that fucking, like, meeting of the gods where all of the millions of gods showed up. And just wrecked everybody. That would have been really cool if he was there. But we didn't get to see any of it we got to see him kill one god at the very beginning and then like turn maniacally at a a whole bunch of other godly creatures and they disappear because they're like oh fuck no he's got the sword and then he comes after thor and that's it and it was just like no but like where's the other things like he could have gone after fucking throw a dart at a board full of gods like i don't yeah. Pick one. He could have gone after, and you don't even have to show. You don't even have to give that god words. They don't no. have to have lines. Just CGI a god. He kills it, 
And just, like, a quick montage. Here's a two-minute montage of gore, like, wrecking, like, 20, 30 gods. Yeah. That would have upped his fear factor and the idea that Thor should have been scared of him. Yeah. Because I didn't buy Thor being scared scared of of Christian Bale. He was worried about the weapon, but he was not scared of gore. Yeah. He's like, I know that thing can kill me. That's a lot. Uh, Yeah, I'm going with gore. Gore was horrible in this movie. Uh... I know what I'm going to add to this movie because Katie just said it. So hopefully that wasn't the thing she wanted to add later. So um, going off of this, Katie, what would you add or subtract to this movie if you had the power to do so? I know we talked about it earlier. So if yeah, you don't have another one, it's fine. But besides the gore stuff that I've been talking about, um, I would have changed the ending, honestly. I, you know, let gore reach fucking eternity and get there to make his wish but rather than wishing for fucking his daughter to be there wish for natalie portman to be better like realize your mistakes realize that you've come to this weird place or just him die before he gets to make the wish and then thor gets to make the wish that natalie portman or jane is better because honestly i am not invested in this little girl's journey no. And I know that the goal is to, you know, so that down the line when Chris Hemsworth is done being Thor, which is coming sooner than later, someone else is going to have to wield Mjolnir. They're going to need someone younger, which is why they cast a young child for this at this point. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I don't care about her. And... I don't think in this movie particularly there was a way to make me care about her. No. She had, you know, a five-minute clip at the beginning and a five-minute clip at the end. And it's like, cool, now she's the new Thor. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I would have much rather had Jane live, survive, at least enough that they could get her back and put her through, like, fucking insane chemo with the Hulk or whoever the fuck get her to being normal Jane again like she doesn't have to be mighty Thor necessarily but Thor deserved a happy ending that was him and Jane not him and some daughter that he never mentioned wanting kids really like he offhand mentions wanting kids with Jane once yeah in their like when they're talking about their relationship but what he really wanted was the love of Jane so it was like yeah. If I could add or subtract something, I would add more scary gore scenes. Katie brought up the coolest thing I could easily picture in my head was at the meeting of the gods, maybe Thor leaves with the the lightning bolt and they're like, Well fuck. Well we need to chase him and then Gore comes in and it's like Nah, this isn't gonna be any chasing. I gotta talk to you real quick. And then he starts killing those gods. Uh, sure, some of them are gonna get away. He can't kill. It was like more than a hundred in there. Someone's oh, gonna there was scuttle like a million, off. Yeah. yeah, someone's gonna scuttle off. But somebody's gonna get murdered by him, and that would have been a really cool scene to see. Um, also, yeah, give me more Jane Foster. I uh, I said earlier that I would love a TV show of her Mighty Thor story arc because she fights a monster named Magog that none of the Asgardians can beat. But she does it. Yeah. And costs her life. So, let's do seven-word synopsis. 
my first one is give me a separate Jane Foster TV show. I just, <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> and then my last one is Gore should have looked like old Voldemort. Um, I have four. Mjolnir temporarily heals Jane, but mm-hmm. super cancer. <laughs> Daughter dies, blame gods, kill them all. Yep. Jane sacrifices self to save Asgardian children. And actors playing out Ragnarok was fucking funny. Yeah. I I need more of that. Yep. Make that a show. Make it a short show. Like a two-minute shorts on Disney+. Plus. Oh, please. Like, similar to... So, here's the thing. Similar to the Olaf Presents, when he's talking about other, like, Disney properties and giving a quick rundown of them, I need that, but for the MCU. And I need it twofold. I need it in two different ways. Mm-hmm. And I need half of it to be the actors who portray... Thor and Loki and Hela in the little plays in the Thor movies <laughs> playing out the stuff. And the other half, I need Ant-Man's best friend giving yeah. a rundown of every single MCU thing yeah, that's I happening. Yeah, I need that. I need whole phases. I need whole phases or whole movies busted down into two minutes. Give me fucking 20 episodes of uh, what's that guy's name? Luis? I think his name is Luis. That yeah. actor, give give me two minute episodes. Michael of, Pena. There he is. Not Luis. I think the character's name is Luis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael Pena. Give me two minute episodes of Michael Pena running down fucking Iron Man one, Captain America one, Thor. Not Thor. Have the actors do yeah. Thor. Like every time a Thor movie comes in, it's the actors. And then when you get to Avengers. Have all it's Michael Pena oh talking about it and the God. actors acting it out, <laughs> right? I would love a two minute shitty play version, some high school play of the, the Avengers. Avengers. That'd be so fun. Well, yeah, and we're, I mean we have Ragnar or not Ragnar Rogers the musical currently at Disneyland. Yeah. that is Avengers one. A kind no, it's Endgame. No, it's Avengers one. Yeah. Uh, in musical form, and that's like thirty minutes. But I want just like a two minute like. Here's the things that happen. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. You know what they could do me. for the villains? They just use the actor that played the villain because Ultron has James Spader. They can use him, and then Thanos is fucking older brother from the Goonies. No, instead of the actor that plays the character, it has to be people who look like the actor that plays the character. <laughs> so it looks like James Brolin? So oh, it's, I'm so in. it's not it's not James Spader, it's somebody who kinda looks like James Spader. And oh, it's I'm not in. it's not Josh Brolin, it's somebody who kinda looks like Josh I'm Brolin. In. That's like awesome. you know, it's not actually fucking uh Oh my god, what's his name? I can't even think about it right now. Be, the dad from Supernatural. Oh, Jeffrey Negan. Dean Morgan. It's not Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It's the other guy that looks just like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, uh, yeah, he has a Spanish name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's That'd him. be cool. Every time. Just every actor is like somebody who is like discount whoever. You know, Tom Cruise would be Tony Stark. It'd be really funny. It would be though. really funny. It'd be really funny. Yeah, and He's for, for Captain up. America, you make it be his brother, Scott Evans. <laughs> Or just have them all oh, be their siblings. Man. 
That'd have be them funny. all be their siblings, like, I like Luke, that. Luke Hemsworth. <laughs> That'd be cool. Except you keep no Tom. Don't change. Uh, fucking Matt Damon. It has to be Matt Damon. Yeah. And it has to be Melissa McCarthy because that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I need. I need uh, community ben theater somewhere. versions. Yeah. Community theater. Asgardian versions community Asgard. theater. Yeah. I need a Ben Affleck in there somewhere. He could play somebody. Nah. <laughs> okay. So this film came out July eighth, twenty twenty two. So what do you think the budget was? I said two hundred and fifty million dollars. That's a sound when you hit it right on the head. Nice. Two hundred fifty. So what do you think the box office was? I said seven hundred million dollars. Seven hundred and sixty million dollars. Oh, I was off by a significant amount, but still close. So, you know, reviews and stuff, like we said, it was mid, you know? Uh, so, one thing that probably took a little bit of money from the movie, there were tons of places where it did not get released because it had LGBT elements. Valkyrie, she was bisexual. Korg, found himself a nice man to have himself a rock baby. I mean, so, is it a man? They're rocks. I don't know. His name was Dwayne. So. Yeah, but they're rocks. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, like, do they I, have genders? I don't know. They don't... They sing a song and a baby comes out. Yeah, they so, sing a know. song and then a rock is born. Like, I don't what know. What the fuck? But apparently that's a bit too much, so... I wish their song was We Will Rock You. That's <laughs> funnier. So, it didn't release in Malaysia, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, uh, Jordan. A lot of places probably it would have made it uh, probably a couple extra million dollars for sure oh for sure but you know it's fine it still made money probably not as much as they would want for a disney film well it didn't cross the billion dollar mark yeah. which is where they're hoping all of their superhero films get to which is i think a like overshooting because yes like black panther broke a billion and it was the first one to break a billion. It took 18 films yeah. before they broke a billion. And it was Black Panther that did it. And then Infinity War broke a billion. Endgame broke a billion. Because those were like the culmination of 20 films worth of shit happening. And then all the films after that, they were like, oh, this film like tanked because it didn't make a billion dollars. It's like, no, it didn't tank. You guys are, ex your expectations are so high. Yeah. But... These films have not been anticipated for 15 years. No. Like, as soon as the MCU started, and we started getting superhero films, there were calls from the fans, we want a Black Panther film. We want this. We need, like, we really want to see this. We're going to go see this movie when it comes out in the theaters. Yeah. By the time they started building the Infinity War saga, people were so fucking invested, there was no way that those two movies weren't making a billion dollars a piece. Yeah, no. But every movie after that, like, okay, now we're, we don't have a big bad because we just beat the big bad. We don't have, there's not really a direction that we're moving in no, just together. These are just fun, like, comic book stories. And I'm sure that they will come together soon um, in phase five and phase six. Like, they're going to pull together and there's going to be some sort of big bad, some crazy shit that happens. But we're back to the, like, for better or worse, we're back to the beginning. Like, we're these movies are making the same as, like, you know, 
Iron Man 2, Captain America 1. Like, they're doing well. They're making three, four times their budget, but they're not breaking a billion. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, well, it tanked. No, it didn't tank just because it didn't make a billion dollars. Like, it's still doing well. Yeah. People (laughs) just expect them all to just be mind-blowing. Yeah. So, one thing that I saw... So, at the end of the movie, we get a tagline that says, Thor will return... That came to a surprise to both Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth. They uh, Disney added that at the end. So Taika Waititi said that he would be opening, he would be open to directing another Thor film. He doesn't have to return if Hemsworth is involved, and the story needs to be something surprising and unexpected. But here's the thing: Taika Waititi is not necessary for a Thor film. Like, yes, he did Ragnarok, that was good, but. He's not necessary for Thor to continue. The only person who's necessary for Thor to continue is Chris Hemsworth. And it's upsetting. Well, yeah. It's upsetting that it says Thor will return at the end of this movie. Because just before this movie came out, like a month maybe before this movie came out, Chris Hemsworth said he was taking some time from acting and like taking a break because he tested positive for the Alzheimer's gene. So you got to remember they're being technical with this. They didn't say Thor. He will return. They said Thor. The job of Thor will return. So they could, they could cop out that Mm, way and say the little girl. Yeah. They can cop out and say that. Oh, Hey, we didn't say he will return. She, we said Thor will return. So that's what I'm betting that they're going for. They just left it open ended. No type of prefixes or suffixes to it. Just like Thor will return. They're going to have to find a way for him to retire, for him to die, for him to yeah. be I feel, the all-father yeah. and like I give feel the power to, be to the girl or one, whatever. There will be one more movie where, because Hemsworth said he, he wouldn't mind a, one more movie to close the book on the character, his character. Yeah. And so he doesn't have to die. Just let him be like, I'm retiring. I'm old. Give me some future movie where... The problem is, you can't be like, oh, Thor's old. Because he's a god and he is basically ageless. He can still get old. Like, Odin got old. For some reason, I don't understand how aging works. Over millions of years. Yeah, they'll never die, but they get old. So, um, like I said, I wouldn't mind some time travel situation where they meet old Thor in the future. Because he's like the last Asgardian protecting like his realm. And he's a badass, got one eye, just shooting lightning everywhere. They could do something with him, but I don't know. I I just... I would have rather it ended up being Axel. Yeah. There's That'd a lot of Asgardians. I don't know. I would just want more Jane. I don't know. Yeah. So Or Valkyrie. She yeah. can become Thor. Yeah. I'd be cool with it. So, uh, do you have anything else to say about Thor, Love, and Thunder before we get out of here? Again, it's mid. Yeah. It's funny. And it's a superhero movie, but it's just kind of mid. Yeah, you won't hate it, but it's not the most mind-blowing movie. Yeah. So, if you have any other fun facts about Thor, like, I don't know, Throg, it's a frog, Thor, named Throg, uh, you can tweet us at... Allentown Pod, he's in the Loki show. Yes, he is. He got trapped by the Lokis. I mean, he lives in a town full of Lokis. He's friends with the alligator Loki. Croaky. Croaky, which doesn't make sense, because Croaky should be like a frog. Hell, I don't or know. Or a toad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we have an email, it is. 
Uh, my gosh. Allentown. <laughs> no, that's not right. Yeah, it is. Allentownpresents yeah. at gmail.com. We have Facebook at. Allentown Presents. So, um, we hopefully, as long as the world doesn't like shit on us, uh, we'll do some more comic book movies. But um, I, you probably have one more, one or two more ideas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I We already talked about Howard the Duck, so I guess we have to do it. We're honor bound now to do Howard the Duck. So, like always, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back very soon with another comic book movie. Hey, bye, guys. Bye.